Hello, everybody. Welcome to Let's Talk Truth. My name is Katrina, and I am joined here today by my snazzy co-host, oh. Desiree. <laughs> hey there. Hey, girl. <laughs> Are you ready to talk some truth? Let's talk some truth. Yeah. Episode 20. 20. Big 20. <laughs> A steward? Huh? Did I pronounce that well? Did you like that? Did That's, you like that? Yeah. Uh, is that how you read it yeah that's how i read it good that's how i read it too <laughs> that's how i wrote it a <laughs> uh, steward huh i feel I like, like yeah i didn't know like the steward was like a word like i always thought it was like a name growing up mm-hmm. you know it sounds like steward steward as a word is not normally used yeah we don't usually use that in the english language yeah it's, it's an odd one you don't hear people use very often no definitely not <laughs> what's hilarious was i was trying to look this up because a lot of times um it's used in like a biblical context mm-hmm. and i'm like what a what is it used in when it's not a biblical context that's the and only was, way i've heard it is in a biblical context i know right <laughs> well i looked it up and there's like this whole thing about like stewarding our earth and like being clean and recycling. And yep, there's like I haven't heard it used that way. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was cracking up, though. I'm like, you know, you're right. Like, let's steward our earth. Like, let's, <laughs> let's recycle, people. You yeah. Know? Anyway, getting right into it. Episode, no, not episode, point number. <laughs> We're <laughs> point number here. <laughs> point number one, what does it mean to steward something? So if you're like us and you're like, hmm, steward? Is that a, <laughs> what is that? Is that a name? <laughs> uh, we're about to talk about it. So did you look up anything in terms of I did look definition. I did look up the definitions. Yeah. And if I, okay, it's been like a week since I looked at looked Throw the Throw it at me. So, I can't remember. It's probably one of the first things that popped up when okay. I googled what is what it is. I have so I have a couple different ones. Okay, so it says is a person who looks after the passengers on a ship, aircraft, or train and Ooh, brings fun. them meals. So that kind of made me think of like yeah, uh, like going on cruises. You have all the staff that takes care of you, or on an airplane, you have the flight attendants. So I was like, okay, that makes sense. And then the other one was a person responsible for supplies of. Supplies of food to a college club or other institute. Oh, I had a third one, too. Supervise arrangements or keep order or manage or look after. So, like, I felt like that supervise or manage to look after kind of was more of a generalized kind of a thing. Because the others made me think more of, like, staff or attending things. Yes. Like, more of, like, a servant type thing. When in reality, like, it is, we also are, like, servants. Like, Mm -hmm. a lot of being a christian is serving yeah so it makes sense they go, yeah. they go hand in hand um so i have a little bit more of like it as a verb like stewardship or stewarding something Ooh, so i like it we have something a little yes, different this little time different. so what i got <laughs> is the job of supervising or taking care of something such as an organization or property um the other one i got is uh those who are entrusted with wealth of any kind, have an obligation to hand those assets down in better shape than they inherited them. Um, it means being responsible beyond the individual or company and in the long term beyond one's lifetime. That's good. I thought that one was interesting. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the ones I was like, in like normal world, like not in biblical context. Yeah. So it's interesting yeah. to see even from like the worldly like standpoint of like what stewardship is, what steward stewarding means is that you're entrusted with something and mm-hmm. you are to hopefully hand what you're entrusted down in better shape. I'm like, Ooh, that's a nice way to put it. I'm yeah. like, I haven't thought about it in that way, <laughs> but that's like very much so 
cool way to put it. So moving right into point number two. So what does this have to do with us? Stewards, huh? What 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 do we have to do with stewards? Is your name Stewart? I didn't think so. <laughs> no, my name's not Stewart. Do we know a Stewart? No. I don't even know a stew. Do you know a stew? I do know a stew. Oh, you Our do? Our neighbor across the street's named Stew. Oh, nice. <laughs> I, d- I just thought it because you sound like, wait, wait, I do. Because I was about to say no. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's the only stew I know, though. Yes. <laughs> well, you beat me. I don't think I know any stews personally. Maybe once, like one time in my life and I've like forgotten about it at this point. <laughs> it's like one of those people that like come up to you and they're like, oh, I remember you when you were like this big. Yeah, and you're just like, I don't know who a, you are. I don't want to say age name, but an older name. Like you don't hear it as often anymore. So what you're saying is we should name our baby Stu to bring there it back. There you go. Bring it back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, that would be horrible. Could you imagine me naming our kid like Stu or something that like, like Judd? Like, <laughs> yeah, it, it's just. <laughs> Ones you don't really hear, but I do like unique names though. But like, I think ones that are like eighty year olds today. Yeah. So like my my friend that I was telling you about in Indiana, she likes timeless names. Yeah. But she also likes unique names. Mm-hmm. So she likes to bring some names back to it. I'm like, and I like those. I like the, the nice, pretty, timeless names. But you you hear more for females than you do males. The male yeah. ones are like, yeah, they're too old. Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> So anyway, what does this have to do with us? <laughs> so I looked at a couple verses. First uh, Peter 4.10 says, Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards ding, 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 of God's grace in its various forms. Also, Colossians 3.23, Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men. Um. So I but we are called to be stewards of God's grace. So what does that mean? Like you and I as Christians, we are called to be stewards. So mm-hmm. We're called to supervise, um, to take care of. Um, we're entrusted with this responsibility of stewarding God's grace. Mm-hmm. My, my mind kind of goes to like kind of back out to your point of us stewarding the earth. Like God gave us this land and our lives like to take care of and yeah in his your life isn't pointless yeah like yeah you're given this life and all the blessings within your life as like your children your family everything in your life is given to you by god yeah so it's your responsibility to take care of that yeah so i think that like perfectly like flows right into point three it says what things are we supposed to steward? Oh, that does flow perfectly. Yes. So I'm like, because that'll, I feel like I'm going to hit a lot of things in this question by answering that one. So obviously, if we go back to that First Peter 4.10, something we're supposed to steward, God's grace. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, what is God's grace? God's grace is his unmerited favor and blessing on our lives, right? Mm-hmm. So like what you said, everything that we are given, our family, our health, our talents our abilities um so that truly is god's grace demonstrating our lives is us like receiving anything good because yeah we don't deserve anything good yeah i'm sorry we don't we're not burned <laughs> no. out of the womb like <laughs> here you deserve a cake i don't know if you've spent like five minutes with like a one or two year old hmm. oh goodness hmm. i don't think they deserve <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about earning things here in terms of uh, behavior, I think as we grow older, we definitely get wiser. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. But uh, so I think definitely God's grace is shown through giving us these 
time, different, like our time, our talents, our abilities. So we're supposed to steward these things. Mm -hmm. So going back to like what it means to steward is like using it well, Mm -hmm. what you're entrusted well and leaving it like better than what you found it. So how can you use your time? How can you use your talents and abilities what does that look like to steward it well? And Mm -hmm. I feel like it's different for everybody what it looks like, but I can say the one thing that it is not is doubting your ability or your time. (laughs) Yeah. Wasting your time, (laughs) um, discrediting your abilities saying, I'm really not good at that. I'm really, you know, I'm just not that great. I know people say that I can do this, but I just, I just really don't think I can, Mm -hmm. you know, like completely like dogging on yourself. Yeah. And I almost want to say, I feel like people can sometimes do that in an attempt to say, oh, I'm just being humble. Yeah. And let me tell you, it is not being humble (laughs) when you are discrediting God's grace on your life. Mm -hmm. Like, if you have a talent, own it. He's given you that talent to steward it well. Yep. Not to say, oh, this talent isn't really that good. Like... You yeah. know what I mean? It's almost like you discredited yourself. You're discrediting God. For yes. G- because he gave that to you. Mm-hmm. So. It's almost like also like our body image, how people like go through the whole like, mm-hmm. I hate myself. This is so ugly. I, I don't like this part of me. It's like, well, God created that part of you. So are you saying you don't like his workmanship there? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you're his craftsmanship. And, and that, every I time, feel like that's something that everybody kind of deals yes. with. Because like, I'm guilty of dealing with 100%. that. Like, every, I feel like everybody is. So that, yeah. that's a really good example. And it's a lie of the enemy to say, hey, this is okay to say these things. It's okay to believe these things because you're just being humble. You're Mm -hmm. just being like, you're just putting on humility so that you're not (laughs) being prideful and arrogant. There's a difference between humility. There's a difference between arrogance and confidence. And God Mm -hmm. wants us to have confidence in him um, and in confidence in who we are in him. Mm -hmm. Bottom line. We are his craftsmanship. We yep. are his workmanship. <laughs> like we are his like priceless little models in the fancy dancy <laughs> little art sculpture museums that he has created detail by detail that he loves every single little line, every single little bump and roll here or there, <laughs> you know? And um yeah, I think we just have to remember that part of stewarding like what he's given us is also stewarding our bodies and not hating on what he has given us absolutely 100 percent. wow so that took a turn i didn't mean to no, take us down that you're hole. good i didn't expect <laughs> that that's not in my notes um but i did want to say another part of things when we look at like skills like what skills um that we have uh you can have skills all the way from like communication leadership problem solving creativity time management negotiation mm-hmm. writing um, there's a huge variety of skills. I almost feel like it's like interview buzzwords. Like, what are the <laughs> things people are looking for in interviews? I'm like, what skills do you have that the Lord has given you? Because honestly, we all have talents in different areas. Yeah. We may not have every single one of these things. Some people may have more than others. Mm-hmm. But you might be like super amazing at writing things. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, how can you use that to further the kingdom of God? How can we steward that well? Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's something that people get stuck on, too, because they're, like, looking... Because I feel like I know that's something that I get stuck on is, like, okay, what's my talent, and how can I use that to bring glory to God? How can I help people either lead people to God or just, like, show them God's grace, show them his love? 
I'm like, okay, so what in my talents can I use? I feel like that's something how, a lot like, of people How can get. you connect your talent yeah. with actually being active in yeah. further the human? And I feel like that's something a lot of people get stuck on. Like, okay, how can I how can I do that? Mm-hmm. And I can tell you, you just ask God. And yes. God will reveal it to you. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I know that's the hardest part because everybody's like, oh, well, what am I supposed to do with this? What am I supposed to do with that? Yada, 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 sis, mm-hmm. boom, And, you know, and it's it's frustrating because the answer is like you said, go to God because it's different for everybody. Mm -hmm. Like the calling, like we may both be great at writing. I'm not saying we are. I absolutely (laughs) hate writing. I can write because I can. I like writing, but at the same time I, I, I I over critique myself, but I feel like my writing was put through the ringer because every single year in grade school, I had a teacher who was like, you know, all this that you learned last year, how to write, forget that. That is awful. That is bad. You're going to do it this way now. And you're going to put this sentence here and this sentence there. Pulling it every which direction. I grew up, I was like writing my own little chapter books of like, I remember I made like this little chapter book about mice. It was called like Nisi and Misi. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I loved writing when I was growing up. And I, I was like put through the ringer in grade school, just screwed up like my writing and just completely. Now I'm so in my thoughts about it. And I got to college and it was nice because I, I got to, I tested out of like writing one. Mm-hmm. I forget how I did that, but I, I got to skip right into college writing two. I think it was my SAT score. I don't know. I forget how that happened. <laughs> but I went to college writing too, and I was so frustrated. Like the entire class, because my professor would give me like such a hard time, and he gave me crap the entire time. Yet I was like the highest scoring kid in the class. Like I somehow like all my papers. The other kids are like, I'll go an eighty-seven. What'd you get? And I looked down and had like a one hundred three, and I'm like, what the heck? I'm like, you dog on me so much about my writing, and then I'm over here getting good grades. I'm like, so apparently people say I'm good at writing. I'm good at just uh-huh. like making up fluff, making up sentences. I can put words together, but I don't necessarily look at myself and say, yeah, that's a talent of mine. That's a natural God-given talent, maybe. Hey, but I can agree with that. You write our descriptions. Okay, <laughs> but that's uh, uh, okay. But I know what you mean. Yeah. So a, maybe maybe writing's a talent. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like other things definitely come more natural to me. Yeah. So I I think we all have many talents. It's just what is what do you connect with more and have a passion for? Yes. And I think okay, moving right into the next point because this like one hundred percent goes in the conversation. <laughs> Four is some things come out in different seasons. So ask God constantly, what do you want me to do here and now? So we have so many different talents, right? Like Mm -hmm. you said. And I honestly think that God has a plan to use each and every one of the talents that he has given us for a purpose, Mm -hmm. for some kind of season of life, for his kingdom. And it is really cool because, I mean, just right now, I... I feel like I'm transitioning into a new season of using a different talent. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just came out of AKT and (sighs) RIP (laughs) AKT. I'm still mourning that a bit. But um, I really used a lot of my musical ability in that, a lot of my rhythmic ability. Mm -hmm. Like um, I can feel the beat. I can feel the eight counts. I just, it comes naturally to me to be able to count down four, three, two, like it, I can feel when things are coming up in the music. I'm just naturally rhythmic like mm-hmm. that. That's a gift that God has given me. And one of the ways that he used that was by putting me in AKT. And how does that further the kingdom of God, you might ask? Well, there are so many conversations with people I got to have oh, yeah. about God. Mm-hmm. There were so many cool opportunities that God gave me to speak to people about 
my experiences with God, like things that he got me through, even just seasons of life that I was walking through, people were like, I don't know how you're doing that. I'm like, it's God. He's the one who's helping me do that. <laughs> but it was cool because like after some classes, I'd, we'd stick around and like for a half hour just be talking about God and like mm-hmm. have really cool conversations. And like, I know that God used that to plant seeds. Oh, absolutely. I know that yeah. he used that to like any kind of conversation about him is so good like Mm -hmm. if you can talk about truth to somebody like it's so encouraging to have a truth-filled conversation with somebody and so um it was cool because if I hadn't been stewarding that or if I had been like oh I don't have the capability to be able to do this if I had gotten too scared about teaching AKT when it like first if I had gotten intimidated when I made my first video oh my goodness I sucked at first like (laughs) I just found my like audition video and like I could not keep track of the counts I was like oh my gosh how do people like teach and like do the thing at the same time like I like I don't know if I could do this but honestly like God gave me the ability his by his grace he gave me that talent to do that but it was in that season and now I'm out of that season I'm no longer teaching classes Mm -hmm. four or five nights a week and I'm like, okay, crap. Like, what now, God? What do you want me to use now? Yes. <laughs> yep. Um, and so, honestly, I feel right now I'm starting to move into a season of using my talent of painting. Um, don't know what that looks like yet. Still figuring it out. Still fumbling my way through. Um, <laughs> if any of you listening know of any kind of painting opportunities or anything, you're like, man, I really want that painting. or really want that piece of artwork. I can make it for you. Um, yeah, I feel like so. I should start um, putting our, our personal Instagrams in our descriptions if people want to reach out to us directly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> you want to reach more. out to Katrina? <laughs> whichever, whatever you want. Yeah, 100%. I just, so I don't know what that looks like, but it's so yeah. cool because because I'm stepping into that. So yeah. I don't know what it looks like yet. Yeah. You're but in that in, transition season yes. into the next season. Yes. Yeah. But in retrospect, things are so clear. Like I can say, mm-hmm. looking back at high school, God used um, the talent of leadership in me to be able to be drum major and lead um, all these kids in band. Like mm-hmm. there were like I had 80 kids. And it was so cool because I was the one that people would come up to and be like, hey, what are we doing? This is it like... I would give that guidance and I would lead. And then mm-hmm. there were different ways that God used that. And it's just it's just fascinating to see how God uses our capabilities, our time and our talents um, in the different seasons of our life. And mm-hmm. you just have to be aware and realize that as long as you are walking in obedience to him, as long as you are surrendering to him, he is going to use you and your talents you yeah know? like he yeah. is going to show you how to be a good steward whether whether you realize you're going to be stewarding or not you know absolutely yeah yes good stuff good stuff <laughs> do you have any seasons of life where you look back and you're like oh that was really grown in that season or god really used this or i i'm trying to think back like further than these past couple years i can't really think of much but like I have really noticed it a lot in this season of uh, what I would say I kind of I don't really know so much call it struggle but like this journey of fertility journey I, like, yeah went through uh the time of struggle of like leading up to like in the, for the first year and that led me to God like even stronger than before yeah so I'm like okay God you use that time of struggle to help me run to you 
Yeah. And then I had the year of, yeah, I was still struggling, but it was a little bit more peaceful and that led up to the miscarriage. But that him showing me that whole year, like I'm here, even though you're, you're still not getting pregnant, I'm here. And then I had the miscarriage and I didn't fall into that deep darkness hole that yeah. the enemy likes to provide to us when we're having yes. dr- struggles. And so like, I look back to what I've gone through in the past couple of years and go, okay, that that's why I'm going through this. And I know I'm going to continue to see that as I go further yeah. into this. And I feel like the struggle that I'm going through is just making my desire and like for being a mother stronger and I'm going to be stronger to be a mother because yeah. of the things I've gone through and then like I can help others. So I can really see him working now mm-hmm. and like what I'm dealing with to help me with my future. Yeah. Because like he knows our future. So yeah. whatever we're going through now, it's to help us prepare for the future. And one of the things too is that like in this aspect of stewarding, like what you have been given is honestly we can say everything that we're given not just like our times talents but like you said like this battle this season that you have been given of Mm -hmm. infertility is God's grace like you said to bring you to this other side to bring Mm -hmm. you and grow you Um, and so it truly is like in first Peter 4 10 where it's talking about and it says um, as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. There mm-hmm. are so many forms of God's grace. And every single thing that we walk yep. through is his grace on our life as we get through it. Like mm-hmm. step by step, each each day is yep. a gift. And each day is something that we are given to be able to steward. And we can either live it well um, with our eyes on him and our eyes mm-hmm. on um, his will his way what he wants surrendering to him and letting him use us and guide us how trust in his plan yes yep or we can throw it away (laughs) with our free will (laughs) yeah and it's so weird because like i tell people because everybody's like how are you doing like because they know like how much struggle i've gone through and i'm like honestly like yeah as hard as this has been Mm-hmm. I feel stronger like I have God's strength and like yeah. I'm feeling more hopeful when I could be feeling less hopeful yeah the further I get into this journey but I'm going opposite because I'm really leaning and looking to God yeah and that in and of itself is stewarding what mm-hmm. you've been given because you're testifying to other people you are sharing absolutely and witnessing saying mm-hmm. Look what God is doing in my life. Mm-hmm. And I can definitely tell you that, that is, he's building a story. Like I've been saying, this is going to be my testimony. And like, I'm just getting really close to that finish line to be able to, here's my testimony. Yes. And it's so exciting because I just want to share that story. But like, I need it to finish. <laughs> I need that story, the testimony Aww. story to finish. And then I can start telling it. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. He kind of put on my heart today to like start writing my story. Ooh. And I don't know if that looks yes, like. Yes, writing. Yeah. I don't know if that looks like as. Uh, here's book. a short story a here's a book. Write a book or if it's like here's something for i can start sharing like a lot everybody's online now and yeah. everybody's watching videos online and like and like to get into people's lives by listening to their stories yeah so i don't know if that and we have a youtube channel we just don't use it a whole lot right yeah. now oh, does question. that mean that i move to that <laughs> question do you like writing like fictional type stuff, like made up stories? I have not. I I have not tried that. I okay. have. So when it comes to writing, I wrote more of just like sharing my story. Yeah. Um, kind of like little little tidbits articles. Yeah. Um, I love to read fictional stuff. Yes. But I I've thought about trying to, but my mind hasn't got far enough to like make up my own story. Yeah. <laughs> I get that. I was just gonna say. 
Um, it would be so cool if you wrote a book that was like inspired by your story of mm. like miscarriage mm-hmm. and fertility and all like so like a fictional story like but fi- still based like, you off know, of my um, story you know redeeming love by a what's her name francine rivers is that who's by i feel like i've heard of that but i don't think i've read that um i haven't read it yet either i'm gonna have to look i it have up. it i'm gonna have to look I, it up <laughs> i read the first paragraph <laughs> But, you know, your girl's also reading Wild at Heart right now, so it's really hard for me to read, like, two books at once. I, so. I get into that rabbit hole where yes. I open up several books, and I'm like, I get the stories mixed up. <laughs> so we're getting there. But it's really good because it's actually, um, it's like a fictional story set in, like, a historic mm-hmm. time. Um, but the symbolism and the characters are there and the parallels. And mm-hmm. I think um, it's been able to speak and reach so many people because it is so entertaining to read almost so i was just curious if you had ever thought about that's a a good thought Mm -hmm. because i could always take because because sometimes it's kind of hard to dive into those vulnerable areas like say this is the way when if you can go fictional and you're diving into the character's story but really it's yours not only that (laughs) it's going to be so relatable because then anybody who has walked through that is going to be able to read it Mm -hmm. and then to like come out on the other Mm -hmm. side of it like you're giving me ideas i love it Okay, so back to <laughs> sorry about the rabbit hole. Back to uh, you know we love we love the rabbit holes I here. Honestly, I feel like our listeners like our rabbit holes too. <laughs> you know, it makes it genuine. Without yeah. rabbit holes, this would be like a robotic. Right. Point number this. <laughs> this is my notes on this. Don't what know do you if think, Desiree? <laughs> I don't know why my robot turned into a man, but that's okay. Hey. <laughs> All right. Point number five. Wrapping this up. <laughs> Um, it is understand that you are a unique person with extraordinary capabilities and callings from God and walk in it as a good steward. Amen. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Hype you up. You're unique. You're extraordinary. <laughs> you got a unique calling on your life. Yep. It's so good. Um, so practically, you might be saying... Okay, Katrina and Des, I get that I'm supposed to steward my talents and everything God has given me, but what if I don't know what those are? You know, mm-hmm. I feel like that's a very sensible thing. You're like, yeah, I, it, it is, because I catch myself going, what's my talent? What, what's the talent that I should be stewarding? And to? we grow up in a society yep. that, like, tears us down in that. Absolutely. Of like, oh, the, you're not that good at that. It's not that good. Like, mm-hmm. everything is such a dog-eat-dog world. It's like, oh, you're not that good at singing. You're not going to be able to make it in We touched on that, that in, the last, in last week's episode. Is, yeah. Uh, how, like, our environment, the, it's, as we grow up, it became where, like, it really, like, crushes down on our dreams. Because we talked about dreams and yeah. visions last week. So, like, that kind of connects with it. We, we're crushed down on our dreams and visions, but like our dreams and visions comes from the talents that God gives us. Yeah. So when they're crushed down, then we start, it starts crushing down our talents and we're True. like, Oh, those we're not good at that because yeah. so-and-so said I'm not good at it. So, yes. okay, that's not a talent then, but really that is a talent and you just need to steward it because everything is, pre- you got to practice to makes perfect. And you got to listen to God and not to other people. Yes. And, and that can be really hard to do when you have mm-hmm. others just, harping at you but like oh you can't do that you shouldn't do that or this would be more it would be more financially stable than if you were to go after the and and I think we almost (laughs) like not that we do a poor job of this but I don't think that we respect and accept 
what God says. Mm-hmm. As a, like, we just kind of brush off if we don't believe something God says. Like, yeah, we hear something from the God and we're like, okay, God, yes. I don't you, believe that. You disagree okay. with something you read in the Bible or you don't like it or you don't. And you just kind of like have this like pick and choose type attitude. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, I don't really like that, so I'm not really going to believe that. <laughs> I'm not going to listen to that. So. Yes. <laughs> when yeah. in reality, that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. And you're not hurting anybody besides yourself when you pick and choose yep. what you're going to believe. Because yep. ultimately, um, it's going to fall on you what you do with your life and where mm-hmm. you put your faith and mm-hmm. what you believe. Um, and so I think it's important to recognize that it is... Like, for example, the body image thing, that is that is something that is so accepted by society. It's almost accepted to the point where if you are confident in your body and yourself, A, you must be perfect. And B, you must be looking like snatched like mm-hmm. nobody's business because if you're not feeling bad about yourself in some way, you are not normal. Mm-hmm. When in reality, yep. like we're not living for the normal of this society. And I'm sorry, but God says that you are a beautiful, wonderful creation. Yep. So when you speak Absolutely. against that that we don't hold as much weight to that mm-hmm. when we think about it like we let it like be more of a lighthearted thing it's not a suggestion it's truth mm-hmm. and by yeah. you discrediting that you're discrediting god and yep. you're basically saying sorry god i don't believe you mm-hmm. and it's like oh who are we <laughs> who are we <laughs> to say that god is wrong <laughs> yes exactly so so back to point number five, you're like, okay, what if I don't know what these talents are? So I actually looked up, I Google searched, I'm like, how do you find your hidden talents? Mm. Okay, and you ready? This is what it gave me. I found a thing that was like five steps. So okay. very practical, five steps. Let's okay. find our hidden talents. Step number one, ask questions to the people around you. Ask your family, ask your friends, ask, hey, what strengths do you see that I have? Mm-hmm. What things do you see that I'm good at? Because a lot of times other people are good at seeing what we're good at yeah. and we're seeing, we're good at seeing what we're bad at. Yeah. yeah. In general, like if you think about that in comparison, like we look at other people, we're like, wow, look at them do this, the, mm-hmm. that, like they're so good at that. Look at what I can't do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I think other people around us might have a lot healthier of a view of what your strengths are and so maybe they may say something like oh well you're really good at speaking in this environment and you're like whoa i am i I didn't know know i didn't know (laughs) yeah Yeah. and so okay so step one step two is think and figure out what things come easily to you Mm -hmm. so think about in life and you're like oh this has just always come kind of naturally to me this has come naturally to me um that i think is way more important then uh we give credit to like i think we're naturally given talents like we're naturally good at things god mm-hmm. has gifted us with things naturally not everything should be a fight yeah like, yeah it's not gonna some things well we have to work hard and yeah, it will yeah, be yeah for sure yes 100 percent. but a lot of the times like god has given us the gifts and the abilities to walk out what he mm-hmm. is calling us to mm-hmm. and when we locate what things have come like what things are easier to us then we're going to locate. So like you can even take like a basic like, oh, are you good at math? Are you good with numbers? Or like, mm-hmm. so chances are if you like absolutely stink at numbers, you're not called to be an accountant. <laughs> yep. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, you know, like, but maybe like on the other side of things, maybe you're wonderful at reading. You mm-hmm. know, what are things that reading can like, maybe you're called to be an editor. 
you know, maybe mm-hmm. that's God's calling for you, you know, just different things to think about in that regard. Um, yeah. Step number three, consider what you enjoy doing the most. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing. And I feel like society almost gets this right in an aspect of saying like, what are you passionate about? Yep. You should do that for your work, which is true because God gives us passions for what he calls us yep. to. Sure I does. love, um, there's a super cute little, uh, book, like a little like children's book. It's like, it says, good night, my darling dear. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've heard of it at all, but one of the lines in it, it says, um, something along the lines I'm paraphrasing. I obviously, I don't have this book memorized. Um, but something along the lines of, um, look at what you, the passions of your heart or what you enjoy to do. And like something about how that's what God is going to use through you or something, you know, mm-hmm. you know what yeah, I'm trying yeah. to say here? I know what you're trying to Goodness. say. Goodness. <laughs> I'm going to have to like grab this book out and like get to the page because it words it so much better than I just, I just absolutely botched it, but it's fine. Um, you understand what I'm saying. So um, what you're passionate about, what you love, like for me, I am so passionate about food and I know that God is going to use that in some aspect, <laughs> in some way, in some regard. Do I know how yet? No, no, I do not. Mm-hmm. But I do believe that my passion for food, he is going to um, use somewhere. So anyway, the next the next one, are we on four or five? Uh, four, four, <laughs> number four. They're all just comma to me. I didn't actually like write uh, out. One, two, three, you didn't put like so. one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> no, I was lazy. It's fine. <laughs> okay, four um, says do something outside your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. So I think just trying something new you might find something that you're actually good at and you didn't realize it. Yep. Um, yeah. A lot of the times, if you don't feel like you have a lot of talents or uh, you it may just be that you haven't tried things, Yeah. you know, yeah. you haven't put yourself out there. You haven't gotten out of your comfort zone and tried a new experience. So mm-hmm. maybe try it. Might See? be surprised. Might be surprised. <laughs> and then number five, this was what, this was really intriguing to me. I read it and I was like, what? It said, follow your money. And I was like, huh what do you mean by follow your money and so then they're like look at where you spend money because if you enjoy for example say you spend your money on a bunch of like flowers and gardening Mm -hmm. stuff and outdoor stuff well there you go look at maybe you have a talent for gardening like maybe you have a talent for that kind of yeah i know and i forget another example that they used um something along the lines of like um like books or Mm -hmm. if you buy this or that like oftentimes like look at what you're spending your money which for me it's hilarious because I was just talking to Samuel yesterday I'm like I wish we could spend more money on food because I love <laughs> all these different <laughs> types of food and I want to buy all this and so it's funny me saying talk about my passion about yeah, food yeah and how it's like something I want to spend more money on but we can't and so um it's just funny because it is true like fa- like see what you mm-hmm. are drawn to spending your money on and that might yeah, also that reflect something that's yeah that makes sense talent. and then the last so that's the five steps that's the one i found on google thank you uh google um <laughs> moving in the um the other practical application i want to say is ask god give me an yes. a k g o d in every circumstance <laughs> but um literally in your quiet time this is what i want you to do so you have your quiet time, right? You're like, okay, this is my time with God and I. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's in the shower. I don't know if it's in the car. Wherever I don't know what that looks like for it you. it is for you. Wherever it is, you're just going to take a minute and you're going to say, God, what have you given me and what do you want me to do with it? Mm-hmm. And then be silent. Just Sit listen. And listen. 
listen for his response because I guarantee, I guarantee you, he will answer and he will show you Mm -hmm. and he will make it clear to you. Will it be within 10 seconds of when you ask him? Maybe not. Maybe maybe not. (laughs) It might not happen that quickly. But, you know, if you keep going to him day after day after day and ask him that same question, he will reveal it to you. Yep. uh, And he will give you an answer. Yes. Boom. Good stuff. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Stewards, man. That was a good one. I that like was that a really one. good one. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed and got something out of our little chit chat. And uh, we will see you next Tuesday. Bye bye. <laughs>